yeah. Somebody in the car right now. Just getting ready to sing along. That's what you need to do, girl. So, LB Dub. I've been watching you for a minute. Come through here, some sweets in it. Your life, girl, you need me in it. I'm determined to win it. I know what you need. I know what's wrong. I know how to make you tight. Everything will be all right if you let me hold you down. I know it was plenty of people out there right then who were doing the arm movements. India, do you remember the arm movements? Of course I remember the arm movements. They used to be one. I remember like what I was doing around that time. I mm. used to work at Kroger. And this guy, when the song first came out, he like stopped um, the shelves at Kroger or whatever. I was a bagger. I was like 15 then. He was like, have you heard this song? And then like I, he played it for me and then I just could not stop listening to this song. That was one of my favorite songs back then. But did he shoot his shot? And did he No, we were did, friends and he was actually a lot older than I was. Did he hold you down? No. I don't even remember his name. He was a really nice guy. He never tried to talk to me because like I said, he was a lot older Girl, than I was. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B Love. And like always. I am joined by my very special host, who happens to be also my wife. What? That's your cue. But that's not the introduction I'm used to. But that's to. your cue. India Marie. India Marie and B-Love, and we are back on the mic. Seeing our podcast, the best things that happen on a Tuesday, well, since Monday. Give it up for me one time. Now, India, you are correct. That is not how I normally introduce you. You trying something new today? But, no, 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 no. Not because of me. I listened to the feedback of the people. So, last episode or the episode before last, we had um, a few new listeners and some of the constructive criticism that they gave, you know, we're a transparent podcast. Some of the constructive criticism that they made was when they listened, they didn't know you were my wife. <laughs> really? Until they went back and listened to earlier episodes that we've done. And they said they went to read the bio. But they did mention for all of the new listeners, and thank you guys for tuning in. If this, if this is your first time, India and I are married. Uh, but for all We've of the new listeners, a while, we <laughs> need to make sure we establish that in the beginning of the pod. So, for that person or those people who said that, guess what? I'm taking it in. I'm coachable. You can coach me. Let me know what I missed because I'm gonna make it up. On the back end. So, yeah. We've been married five years. Can I ask you a question? Come November. <laughs> Can I ask you a Ten question? Ten years together. Woo! Boy, <laughs> we wearing each other out. Yeah. Like an old battery getting on each other's nerves. We are. One of us can communicate like an expert. The other one needs help. India, <laughs> how was your weekend? It was fabulous. We can tell who needs help. Must be India. Hey. 
I mean, <laughs> care to expound on the fabulous that it was? My goodness, I took what a are we solo doing? Trip without you. Mm, give it up for you once, huh? Without Blake, and Ooh. it was amazing. Really? Why yeah. was it so amazing? You left. I think all moms, Blake and I, all mom slash wives should take trips without their spouses and kids. Because it's the best trip I've had in a while, honestly. You didn't do nothing but eat gummy bears. No, and I I'm did not, more. I'm not talking about horrible either. Talking about that old infused gummy. So, anyways, I went to Houston to shout to Travis Scott. Hang with very close friends. Right on. Um. And initially, I was going to stay with one of my friends, and then I decided, nope, I want my own space. <laughs> I kind of pushed you to get your own space, too. And you kinda, I encouraged well, you, you, you. You encouraged it, and I was like, you know what? That's a great idea. So Yeah, you're on a vacation, stay in your own bed, relax, walk around naked. Listen, oh, Ball Johnson dance. Ball going one way, Johnson going the other. The bed at the Hilton Houston Post Oak by the Galleria. <laughs> She's would you care to give the address out as well? Those beds are so comfortable. Like, I had a great stay. I didn't have any issues. You order room stay. service? I didn't order room service. Just So I actually walked a lot Yeah. on my trip um, because that hotel in Houston is very close to shopping and stuff. So mm. And it was across the street from Whole Foods. Mm. So... Every morning, I pretty much got up and walked over to Whole Foods and got me a juice and some food. And then I just kind of ate, you know, what I was near throughout the day. So by the time I got back to my hotel, I was ready to go to sleep. Why do I feel like there's a negative where I feel negatively about room service? I, I don't, love room service. For real? Yes. No, I feel like every time you go out to a nice hotel and you well, get the room, room service, service nasty. I feel like the food is always crap. And on top of that, I feel like when you get the food, it's cold. But Case in point. I feel like that's only when we've been to all-inclusive resorts yep, and that's, we've ordered room service. And going. it's probably because it's like free or, I mean, we obviously pay for it because we pay for our stay. Right but on. We've never ordered room service at like regular hotels because you don't like paying for it. <laughs> no, nah, I don't. I'm not paying you a service <laughs> charge and a service fee when I got two good legs and two good feet to walk me downstairs and go pick up the food. And then on top of that, I'm always awkward about the tip. I never know what to do with the tip when they get there. Like, do you hand it to them? And they stand there with their hand? Like, I, I don't know. So, that being said, my only and, day I and, considered room service was the last day yeah. that I was there. I was gonna do room service for breakfast, but um Taylor was like, let's do breakfast. So we went and got breakfast. Frank. Yeah. So but, that was my only room service opportunity. <laughs> so and on top of that, what I was gonna say is when you get room service and you get done with the food, what do you do with it? Sit outside your door. See, I feel like this is this. I don't think you should do you that. Sit, or that's you, trifling. or you just leave it on your room. You leave it in your room and wait for the room service people what to come in and clean your room funky, and though, Like fish. You can call. Well, call them and tell them come get your food. See, now I feel like I'm like ordering now them you around tip too them much. Again. Exactly. See what I mean? 
So so you could just wait. Like that wouldn't bother me that bad. I would just no. eat it. I would probably just sit it outside the door. I feel like that's like I'm sitting food and dirty dishes on the ground for somebody else to come gather for me. I don't. Mm, it's not. It's, mm, mm, I can't do it. Now I will order room service if it's something small or a dessert, like a old piece of cheesecake or a piece of chocolate. I don't even think I looked at their um, room service menu. Yeah, see, I'm the cool rooms, with I mean, that. That, that hotel is like a really big hotel, and they have yeah. a lot of conferences and stuff there. So their room service or just their restaurant menu in, gen- in general is pretty pricey. So let me back <laughs> up. Like, and then you got to factor that in, too. But if I order room service and I'm hungry right then, now I have to wait at least about 25 minutes. And by that time, I'm damn near laying on the bed famished, turning into a skeleton. Oh, my goodness. So you got to think about I mean, all this stuff before you... I don't have to think you... about that. If I really want room service, then I'm going to order room and that's service. Why I don't, I'm going to be thinking about all of that. That's why I don't get room service right now. But do you think it's romantic for you and I to go out to a hotel and then we just sit in the room all day and order room service and look yes. out at the view? That sounds amazing. That sounds I see. Like I don't really like the way time. that sounds. It made my stomach hurt. Why can't we go oh out gosh. and explore? Why do we have to sit inside of the room or the room? So Sometimes the you house. just want to like enjoy your company in quiet. Like, especially if your room has an amazing view. Why are you paying all that money for the view? And you're not going to sit in the room and look at the view. I'm straight. I want to, I can, I'll pay a little money for the room, but I'll pay a lot of money for the experiences outside the room. If we're like on a five day vacation, at yes. least one of those vacations I'd like to spend some, uh, like one of the days we on the vacation I'd like to spend in the room, ordering room service, and just you know, vegging out, doing well, we, nothing. Vegging out? What you mean vegging out? Just like chilling, just like who are you? Mindless activity. Okay, you got just some new lingo. Watching TV, vegging out. watching TV, um, have some sex. And Ooh, drink and just, you know, let's do nothing. <laughs> okay, I see the vibes. Well, while you were out frolicking, doing your thing, eating gummies, getting drunk, just having a wild old time. You're telling too much of my business right now. Smoking black and miles. Just I while did you not were out smoke here, any black and miles. You did tell me that you went to a cigar bar and you smoked black and miles. I didn't go miles. to a cigar bar. I went to a wine bar. A wine bar and you smoked black and miles. Somebody else that went to a cigar bar. I'll talk about that later too. Um, but while you were out doing that, I was here keeping our son you safe wasn't keeping nothing. and sound. You wasn't keeping nothing. Men are like so disgusting. Like y'all just are so... Like, you just always need help. <laughs> like, you've gone out of town multiple times, and I've just kept Blake here all weekend by myself, didn't ask for help, didn't Give feel like a I round needed of applause. help. As soon as I pack up to go out of town, you need a whole army. Hey, cash money is an army, nigga, Navy, nigga. But I did not need a whole army. Yes, you did, Barry. What happened was... You asked your mama to come here. I asked my mom to come up here because guess what I have to do? Work. Work. Exactly. So how was I going to keep Blake, who doesn't go to daycare, and also go to work? Explain it to me for a second, Indy. I would have just worked from home on Friday. Okay. Saturday, I would have gotten a babysitter. 
problem solved. No, it's not that easy when I could just call my what mom. Are you about? I walk I worked from home like the whole last month, two months that I was working. What about Sunday? With Blake. So I'm getting the babysitter for Sunday too? What do you need a babysitter for Sunday for, Beard? We, we went out Sunday. I was going to talk about that. You didn't even Oh, remember. yeah. We did Lord, go out on Sunday. see what I mean? You don't even care about the dates that I take you on. That's what I'm talking about now. That you said we don't get to hang out. What? I mean, it was, it was, it was like on. a date, but it wasn't like Hold a... Hold up. It, wasn't, it was a comedy show and we went with so a group. On. No, we didn't. Not we necessarily. did go with a group. <laughs> No, we, we went didn't. With, we went with two friends, okay? Right. But and it wasn't a double date. It was it was a group, it was a group date. So that doesn't qualify as a date? Bitch. I'm so confused about what's going on with my life here, people. I'm fine with group dates, double dates, but sometimes they outnumber the single dates. And when that happens, then we have to go and regroup and figure out how to take more single dates. But I've already told you that. It's like, it's like, I was like, why do I have to keep saying the same stuff over and over again? Let me get back. So we, we're jumping all over the place. Let me back up a little bit. You were right about my mom and my grandma and my dad. My mom, grandma, dad came up here from Mississippi to help me watch Blake while India was out of town. Now, I'm not saying that I couldn't have done it by myself, but what I am saying is I'm thankful for the help. There's nothing like having grandparents, I say this a lot on this podcast, who you can rely on that are right in town with you. God bless all of you out there with kids who also live by your Parents, give it up for you one time. Hit the horn. Y'all are the real MVPs because my goodness gracious. That help felt tremendous. You just gonna just all you're gonna do. Uh, Because I'm just the help should have felt like regular, like regular life to you. What? Like maybe you got a break like at night, but that's what I'm saying. You still went to work. You would have done that anyway, and I, I would have kept Blake. You still went to teach on Saturday. I did. I would have kept Blake. You would have. And then Saturday, you didn't. Did you even go out? I did not. <laughs> exactly. So what like I, nothing changed. What nothing I did, changed. What I did have that I had the option to go out. It, it felt good knowing that if I wanted to go out. Shit, I could have went out. You you felt good not out. having to change the diapers and fix I did the food. No, I didn't have to fix food. My mom cooked. All those things. You know what I learned? So for a long time, matter of fact, let me just hit the button. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, sir. So what I was about to say, for a long time, I felt like my mom and my grandma, they couldn't do anything wrong when it came to domestic activities. And what I'm talking about is when it came to cooking, when it came to cleaning, I felt like they did everything 100% right. Over the weekend, 
My mom and my grandma, they were sitting around and they said, when Blake takes a nap, we don't have anything to do. So if you have something for us to do, let us know. We'll knock it out for you. Now, me being the person that I am, I never want to take advantage of anybody. And I always feel like that I can do my own work. But they insisted. My mom walked in my room in India's room and she saw some clothes that were in the laundry basket. She proceeds to go into the laundry basket and takes the clothes with her downstairs to begin to fold them. Once she got done, I looked at those damn folds and they were absolutely horrible. I'm sorry, mom. I just got to put it out there. This- she cannot fold clothes in the way that I would like my clothes fold folded. That's that's you. No, nah, it, it is you. Like you're very particular because after I had Blake and my mom came and stayed with us, and my mom, my mom did our laundry too, and you hated the way she folded clothes. Big too. folds, just all type of old big creases in your fold. And my mom, she was like, "Well, fine, I ain't gonna do. It. I'm not gonna fold your clothes no more." She did say that. You know what I said? Good. I'm having to refold your messed up folds anyway. By the time I got done refolding the clothes, it was just like, man, I could have did it myself. But I'm, I'm not being ungrateful, people. But what I am saying is, realizing that about my parents, I'm like, oh, my grandparents and my parents are like, oh, damn, you guys are really human beings. I, I don't understand, like, because surely they taught you how to fold clothes. I thought so, too, until I saw them fold. I'm like, oh, where I got this from? Because <laughs> this shit is horrible. Like they would, man. You got I don't a know. little bit of OCD in you. I feel like they went blind all of a sudden and lost their vision. No, you just got a little bit of OCD. I'm talking about my grandma. Just was like, forget it. She damn near balled them up and put them in the drawer. My mom, she tried to hit the post, but the clothes were folded so fat and so wide. I'm like, whoa, this, <laughs> this damn small looks like a large the way you have it folded up. But anyway, I had to say that, like, man, oh I found out this week. Then my mom and my grandmother, they can't fold clothes. Now, they do everything else great. But when it comes to folding clothes, mm-mm. I'm talking about my mama. She brought a box full of stuff for Blake to teach him words and drawings. And they did arts and crafts and all type of stuff. But when it came to folding clothes. Oh, my gosh. Beard, you mean tell me. Listen, no, let deal. me say something. My mom made a pumpkin. Out of a coffee filter. Your mom is a retired school teacher. But she can that fold her calling. Clothes. Her calling was not to do laundry. You especially not your grown ass laundry. I didn't thought she volunteered. I didn't go and I, mom, you want to do my clothes? When you have good parents, they make sure that they are taking care of you in Folding any your way they know does how. does not make you... A good parent. No, but I'm saying when you have good parents, they make sure they take care of you. If they see something that needs to be done, they're going to just do it. They're going to be proactive and make sure they knock it out. And I, I appreciate feel like that. that doesn't apply to anybody over like 22. I'm 26 anyway, so I'm, I'm barely like, skating I by. I feel like you're too old what? for this conversation. So let me ask you a question. <laughs> if your mom, so why did your mom do it then? What? Contradiction. Here we go. What? Why does your mom fold our clothes when she was here then? If because I had just had a baby and I had a sore for vagina and I was bleeding everywhere and I was tired. How you know my penis wasn't sore last weekend? Why would your penis be sore, Beard? From you? No, I was on my period last week. God, why you just? 
I'm just saying. That was just disgusting. People don't want to hear that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying too. All right. You know what I forgot to do? Let me back up. Let me pause. This episode, I need to put this in the beginning, but I'm not. This episode is sponsored by us. MTSU Homecoming is coming up. If you don't have a ticket to MTSU's Homecoming, please make sure you guys go out there and follow MTSU on Instagram, MTSU Black Alumni on Instagram, and click the link in bio. When you click the link in bio, I want you to go and get a ticket and use the promo code LEGACY. Use the promo code LEGACY and you will get $5 off. That's what I'm doing for y'all. All the listeners who listen to the podcast, please make sure you go use the code LEGACY. Get $5 off your MTSU Homecoming Legacy Party ticket. All right? Back to the show. Now, India. I'm, I'm, what, what you got on your on your docket for the day? Like what else? Because I, I, got, ha- I, I have got to address. Um, okay, I'll address this email after uh, you finish. All right, I got one more thing on my docket. Well, I got two more, but I'll just get to this one. I wanted to give everybody an update on Jessica. And the last episode that she was on, we had her talking about the dating apps and she went on a date. Jessica has then gone on another date with that guy um i don't think she said his name i'm not gonna say it but she's gone on another date with the first guy and jessica has also found another guy oh nice jessica is now dating two people from the dating app and she's having the time of her life stack that line up girl now listen one of the guys that listened to the podcast and he told her i want you to stop talking to the other dude and I told Justin, what? nope, you keep on going until you weigh your options out. So if you listen to this podcast. Oh, the other guy. You, you said the other guy the she went guy. on a date with listened to the podcast. Yeah, I think both of them did. I think she told both. She was honest and told oh, him about it. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, she probably Because they probably asked her, like, why are you on the dating app and what made you get on a dating app? And she okay. probably had That's to go to That's such a great conversation Ain't starter, that a good though? story? <laughs> Come on now, look at us making <laughs> making it happen for people. But anyway, Jessica's doing just fine. We're gonna have her back probably on the podcast to tell us about it in about a month. Um, Bria, on the other hand, she got off of them. She got off of the dating apps, but Jessica's sticking with it. She's having a ball. We're gonna have Jessica back on and talk about her experiences, and we also might have something very special coming up. Um, up our sleeve for Jessica if this doesn't work out. I'm thinking of a plan. India, <laughs> go on with your docket items. So, um, this has absolutely nothing to do with what we've been talking about, but I can't, I couldn't figure out another space to stick it in. Oh, uh, I can figure out a space to stick it gutter. in. Hey, open it up. Oh my gosh. Anyways. So I got an email and it says, long time listener, and I have a question for India particularly. Barrett seems to have a lot of female friends. Oh, somebody dry snitching. Here we go. How do you feel about their relationships and did they ever make you uncomfortable? Somebody dry snitching. So. Who said that? Let me call it. I'm just playing. Thank you for the question. A lot of female friends. So. 
uh, I feel like you don't actually have a lot of female friends. And I got a bunch of them. No, you don't. Um, I love all y'all. You have... Okay, so you have a few female friends that are genuinely like your female friends. Like, they were your friends before I came to the picture. Okay. And they're still there. Okay. But I feel like a lot of the other girls that you mentioned on the podcast mm-hmm. are not just your friends. Like, they're, they're not just Barrett's friends. They're actually my friends. <laughs> a lot, like, a lot of the girls that you've mentioned on the podcast, and you're like, oh, that's the homie, that's the homie. Like They are the homies. A, a lot of the, yeah, homies through me like i'm not saying that y'all aren't friends anymore that's not what i'm saying okay like i'm i'm not saying that i'm saying that like some of the girls started off as my friend okay and i would agree on that you just became friends with them right so like one of my good friends is with uh barrett or is with you every other week Damn near every week. Without me being there. Without any. But this was my friend first in uh through college. And mm-hmm. he helps she helps you with one of your jobs. Mm-hmm. And you've mentioned her on the podcast like all the time. Y- yeah. So at this point we're a family. Right. <laughs> you know, like a lot of the people that we talk about on this podcast, like we we are very close and they're like family. So I don't have a lot of friends that are like, these are just not my friends. Like they're not Beard's friends. Like I don't have a lot of people that are like that. Um, and it's same with Beard's guy friends. Like mm-hmm. those guys, like some of your friends, not all of them, some of your friends oh, I do consider here we go. to be, you know, my friends. And like, I feel like I can call, like I can count on them to do anything like if I needed them to. So as far as like, any issues with female friends in the past, like, you know I'm not scared to hold my tongue. So, there has been, like, situations in the past, you know, with the quote-unquote female friend. um, And I've had to say things about it. And it's not even, like, coming from, you know, a a woman's intuition. Like, you just be... Sometimes yeah, a the woman's intuition like can be wrong too, though. My intuition ain't never been wrong, honey. What? Okay, well. Never. Come on now. That's just like saying Michael Jordan never missed a shot in basketball. Okay. Come on now. Let's keep I can it think of one girl for sure. Are we talking about this? I can think of one girl for sure where my judgment was off. For sure. I do too. I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. So. It's probably more than that, but I know one for no. sure. No. She for sure the homie. It it doesn't matter. Okay. Those who I really had the issue with are no longer in the picture, are no longer in our friend circle. But out of respect neither of for us, you, neither, though. And? I'm just saying it was the right thing, the adult thing to do. It's not out of respect for me, like... Well, I guess it is kind of out of respect for me. <laughs> what but, are you talking about but right now? You at the end of crazy. the day, like I'm not just out here. I don't want to say I don't want to come off like that. Um, be careful now. What do you mean, be careful? You said you don't want to no. come off like something, so I'm trying to help you out. No, I just all of the people that we've mentioned on this podcast have been friends with us for a very long time. 
Right. So it's not like they're like you have a new female friend popping up, you know, yep. every other week or something like that. That's not the case. Yeah, no. And then like if we we have like made new friends, quite a few new friends over the years. Sure. And Barry knows it takes me a long time to warm up to people. Mm, and, like an icebox from my You know, heart used that's to be. just kind of like what it's been. And like if you have a new fe- female friend that comes along and I'm pretty dry towards them, it's just. It just it is what it is until I feel like I'm comfortable with them. And sometimes I get very comfortable with them and sometimes I don't. Sometimes they have to go on about their way. Now something about you that people might not know anyway. You, until you warm up to people, are naturally just kind of a I tell people this all the time. Like you are more you are more shy than anything until you get to know people. I don't know if it's shy, I don't know if it's hesitant, I don't know if it's like guarded but until you warm up to I'm somebody very, you are a very quiet kind of standoffish type of person i'm very guarded i'm mm. pretty introverted mm-hmm. um, we'll talk about that on a later episode too i just don't come across that way to people that i'm friends with right you know but even my friends will probably tell you that I wasn't just, you know, like... A uh, bean of beacon of sunshine <laughs> yeah. out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. you've never been a ray of light. Like, uh, in the beginning, Andy, you ain't never been no beam or no ray. You ain't never had an ultralight beam. That's, that's this what, is a God that's what, dream. If that's what you want to think, then that's fine. But I will say, <laughs> I will say that my best friend, Ophelia, when we met in the seventh grade... Y'all didn't like each other, did you? I didn't have a problem with her. Oh, okay. That's how it always starts. Again, we didn't even like each other at first. I showed up at seventh grade orientation. I probably had a resting bitch face, but I was like oh, hella yeah. nervous because I was new to that school and I mm. didn't go there for sixth grade. And she automatically thought that I was, she said that she thought I was like a stuck up light skinned bitch. <laughs> Just from looking at me. So she had no idea who I was. But she had no idea you spoke to blacks with mm-hmm. the filters loose. I wasn't doing out it uh, in middle school. But anyways, we ended up being put in some classes together. Right and on. we just, you know, clicked instantly, like, once we okay. actually met. So I feel like I don't have to open up Pandora's box here, but I have a lot of reasons as to why I am guarded and a lot of reasons why I'm not quick to trust You scared me. <laughs> I was like, what did Pandora have to do with this box? I'm not, No, I'm just saying, like, I'm not, like, I don't want to sit here and go into, like, my past and tell people, like, why I'm so guarded and okay, why I, I have a hard time trusting friends and stuff like that. But what about the friends, I guess... I can I can expand on the question too. Let me let me let me let me get in there. So, as far as my friends, you told me this. You you read this question to me beforehand, and as soon as India read this question, she said, "You ain't got number two friends," <laughs> and she named them both. And I would I would tend to agree that those two ladies are probably my two. Well, one for sure is my best friend, period. Ashley and Diane will probably be my best friend, who's a girl, um, for sure. Now, then I broke out and I said, what about Kayla? What about Sid? What about, I just started naming a bunch of people. I don't want to name everybody because you get in trouble. Amber, and then I just started naming people. Indy was like, those are my friends. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, if one for me, we ain't know them girls. I'm like, all right. Then I just started hitting it with a couple Except more. Except for Sydney. But uh, the, everybody else. 
Right. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't know him. <laughs> so then I started hitting it with like a couple of more. And I hit it with one of the people that she was she's referring to now. Um, so we talked about all of that. But then I asked India, like, what if a new girl comes around? And I'm saying, hey, hey India, I met this girl through, mm, say we went on we, I, at a networking event at the Entrepreneur Center. And she's a cool girl. And I want to bring her around. Or I'm going out to happy hour with her or something like that. Would you be accepting of those type of relationships? Um, as long as you keep that same energy. What you mean? If I meet a guy at a networking event. You what you network? Ain't no guys going to sit in uh, no um housewives club. I ain't never seen a dude at a housewives you see, club. You see what you're doing right now? You see what, what I'm doing? doing? You see what I'm doing? You see what I'm doing? Like you just got real antsy just then. No, so I can't go to happy hour with <laughs> with a random girl you just met. No, there you I'm go. saying it was at a networking event, and I'm telling but you the, but the thing that is, I want to bring man, her like, into the fold. I, I have to meet somebody new with you like every other month. And I, well, so I'm backtracking a little bit because I said that it's not like you have like a you know a new female friend every other month mm-hmm. with your coworkers. Okay. Um, you bring them around. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, and some of them you are actually friends with. Yeah. And and I work with ninety eight percent women. Women, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so you you've gone out with them before, you know what I'm oh, saying? The but like they're your friends because I mean, well, they're your coworkers until somebody quit. <laughs> it's like where did somebody stays friends after you leave a job? Um I got a couple of friends though after I left the job too, and they're girls too. First yeah, but all, you don't I talk would... to them that often. But either way it go, like you bring them around and either I tell you that I really like them or I tell you that I don't. Right. Now, guys, listening to the podcast right now, I might die on this ledge by myself, but I am going to say this out loud. No man wants to just hang out all the time with other dudes in the first place. Like, I've never met a guy who only wants to hang out with guys 100% of the time. We, too, get tired of playing 2K and Madden. I would want, and even if I am playing, there's nothing like having a female presence around, even if it's just on a friendly vibe. That's why it's good to have female friends. And also, um, they can like talk you off of a ledge. Like they can kind of help you navigate through certain situations. You know what I mean? Is there like any like female friend that you talk to? about like relationship problems or like like the deep stuff back in the day like before you and i got married or just in general just in general because like i feel like sometimes it's to the other person it may be like a fine line or whatever because it's kind of like you which it's it's good to have a friend of of the opposite sex to talk sure about that is. kind of stuff with because it's kind of like if you're friends with a girl she can be like oh I, I see where she's coming from as a woman right you know what I'm saying but on the other hand you could be like it depending on the person you're in a relationship with they could be mm. like why are you talking to this girl about our business you know what I'm saying so it also that. depends on the relationship that the person in the relationship has with the friend. Yeah, I understand but, but, that. But that's up to the the guy. 
I feel like so if you have the girlfriend in the relationship. Okay. The boyfriend in the relationship and the okay. boyfriend has a female friend. Okay. I feel like it's up to the guy to help the form hands. a relationship. Up to the guy. I, I feel like it's up to the guy to help form the relationship between the girlfriend and the female friend. So to the, yeah, I agree with that. And it's my and like, and it's always any, my intentions. If there's any like um ill feelings. Right. Um so that there's not any tension right. on either either side, it's it's up to the guy. <laughs> it's up to the it's up to me to make all parties involved feel comfortable with not only being around each other but also being around me alone because you shouldn't have a female friend that i'm jealous of no you shouldn't but now let's back up if you find yourself being jealous over a female friend that i have made it clear that we are only friends is there something that you need to look into yourself no. Do you guys need to have a conversation together? Me and the girl? Right. Do I guess, I mean, to? we could. We could because the I feel like, <laughs> especially like if that female friend was there before the girlfriend stepped into place. Yeah. Sometimes like there should be a conversation regarding boundaries. Okay. And I feel like sometimes like that girl can cross those boundaries, you know, okay. depending on the type of girlfriend that you have. It's kind of like, you know, before... Example, when you and I were dating, like in those beginning years. Yes. I had a guy friend. Yes. Who called my phone really late. Oh, well, my God. That was like, Well, he didn't know that I was dating you. No, nah, I was a little bit. Go ahead and get done. I'm going to get into it. He didn't know that I was dating. Okay. Well, he didn't know that I was seriously dating someone. Okay. Because we weren't in the same city anymore. And I, you know, just so happened to be in Memphis or whatever. Yes. And then, you know, he hits me up and it's like 1130 and he's like, well, hey, where you at? Or it was whatever. a little bit later than that. It wasn't. Yes, it, it, it was. was. probably 1130, 12. It was at least one o'clock. Whatever. Okay. Either we way it goes, now. he hit me up or whatever. Like, hey, where you at? Or whatever. Like, let's get up. He probably thought I was with Alfie and him, honestly, or, you know, whatever. It really didn't matter because, like, before you, it it didn't matter. If I was out, it would be like, where you at? I'm finna pull up. <laughs> you know what right I'm saying? On. But you got so pissed about it I did. that I had to be like, hey, I'm in, like, a serious relationship right now. So can you just not call that late? Yeah. And it sucked. Because he was like, you know, such a good friend to me. Right. And I didn't want to come off like a certain way. But like a I also really cared about our relationship. And I felt like it was necessary to set those boundaries because you had already told me, you told me that you didn't like it. And so I was like, okay, well, I respect how you're feeling right now. And so I'll mm -hmm. say something about it. And that was that. And mind you, at that point, you were in... We were at my best friend's house. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. And I feel like this is where I feel a little jaded on, too. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, listen, we are here at my best friend, who happens to be a girl. We're, we're at her house. And all of a sudden, this guy randomly calls you at 1130, who I've never heard his name a day before in my life, calls your phone and then wants to 
quote unquote, get up. The only thing getting up at 1130 that night was an erection, I thought. So I was upset because I just did not understand or did not fathom the audacity of this man to call 1130 at night while I'm sitting here with you in the home of my best friend, who you know. And I never heard of this guy before in my life um, up until that moment. So I'm like, all right, I feel like you were lying to me because, you know, like, damn, why didn't you keep it a buck? So but I, I mean, when you think about it, it was a while before you had said anything about Ashley. No, it wasn't. I said yes, it was. Yes, it was. Because yes, it I was. probably didn't you think didn't we bring Ashley it, up until you started using her to lie. Yeah, got to use your best friend. And I was like, who is this Ashley? Like, I had no idea. So it was kind of like the same way, and especially with me and him not living in the same city anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even think he was living in Memphis then. He was off, you know, away in school. I ain't never used Ashley to lie either. Yeah, you did. I'm lying. Yeah, you for sure did. It was like, oh, I was with my best friend Ashley. And I was like, who? What? Where Where did this friend come from? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had no idea. My best friend was a girl. Not even that. That you even had a best friend. Jesus Christ. You think I'm just outside out here just of, floating? Outside of the guys. Outside of the homies. Okay. Right on. So, that's why I said it's up to the person to set those boundaries. Like, you just... There has to be some sort of boundaries. I agree. So, I feel like for guys, too, um, we just have to make it clear to... But like I said, all parties involved... Make sure everybody's comfortable before we start having multiple girlfriends and multiple friend girls because that's when situations can get sticky. And nobody wants a sticky situation unless it's in the bedroom. If you know what I'm saying. I'm just trying to tell the people how to react. Now listen, I had something else I wanted to get to. But for brevity of time this episode, Mm -hmm. India... I'm going to let you slide because you look like you are about to pass out right I'm, in front I'm, I'm of my I'm fine. That is eyes. you. No, it ain't me. You know what I want to talk about too real fast? Something real quick, real quick. I'm going to talk about this. Um, India got mad at me probably about, I'll be honest with you, I'll be transparent again, probably about mm-hmm. three weeks ago, maybe four weeks, about three weeks ago. Now, Indy's always mad at me, but she got seriously mad at me right now, right at this moment. She I saw, don't even know what you're talking about. She saw me watching Power. So I'm watching Power, <laughs> and India looks at me, <laughs> and she said, oh, that's how you feel now? Didn't we used to watch this together? And I'm like, all right, Indy, well, listen. If you want to watch Power, I'm going to stop right here, and I'm going to let you catch up. Episode three. I'm going to stop right here and let you catch up. Oh, no. Go ahead and watch it. I'm going to catch up when I get ready. I'm like, listen, nah, go ahead. I'm going to let you catch up because I would like to enjoy it with you. So go ahead and watch it. So next day, um, India and now we go to sleep. India's in the bedroom. I already tucked in the bed all nice and neat. I walk in. I'm thinking India's going to be up there catching up on power. You know what India was watching, everybody? Marriage at first sight. A love at first sight. Married at first sight. Whatever the damn shit is. I, I had to at, finish the season. I looked at Andy dead in the eyes. You know what I said to her right then? I'm going to get done watching Power. And I did. But, India, why is, what is it called? What? 
Married at first sight? Yeah, why do you like this show? I want to ask you, ask you that because the show is not real. You told me it wasn't real, but you well, still like watching it. That's not what I said. It. That's not what I said. It was just, I just kind of got sucked me? into it because I was invested in the couples and I wanted to see if they were going to make it at the end. Do you truly believe people can be married at first sight? Uh, They have like several couples that are still it's married I, today. I'm going to ask you though. Do you, Indy Obviously, and Marie, because it's working for some of the people on the show. Do you, India Marie, believe that somebody could be married at first sight? Obviously. I don't believe you believe that. If you and I saw one another, so hold on. They hold on, didn't hold on. automatically go into it saying, like, I, I'm in love with you or anything like that. They all had to grow in love. Like, it wasn't like a, an automatic connection. Like, as soon as they said, I do, like, they got married and then they went to get to know each other. Oh, shit. So basically, they just, they can get an annulment, though, right? After it's over or something? Yeah. So it's like they they get married, they go on their honeymoon, they're on their honeymoon for a week, and then they go back home and live their regular lives for like another seven weeks or whatever. Okay. And then at the end, you can decide if you want to stay married or get a divorce. I feel like we need to change the name of the show. The show is just an extended version of Eliminate. Remember Eliminate? (laughs) At the end of the episode, if I don't want to be with this person, then I don't have to be with the person. No, because these people actually spent two months together so it's to get to know each right. other. Eliminate is not... You, you go on a big-ass date, and yo, if you make it, you make it. If you don't, you don't. You get to step it. So I don't know why you like these, that episode, why you like this show. I want to bring it up. by, like, true experts. So, like, the couples actually have, like, a lot in it's common. It's crazy to me. What? An expert... Listen, you know they have the like those people actually exist. A compatibility expert? Yes, like they match you. They can match you. It's really expensive, actually. They can match you with somebody. You and I together on a regular basis. They would say, "Boy, they are not compatible." You know what I mean? But we are. Sometimes we work out well together. We talked about this. Leos and Capricorns. They don't work. You remember the episode of Saved by the Bell when Screech made the compatibility um, machine? It's never mind. Saved by the Bell is a hell of a show, by the way. (laughs) Let's move right along. (laughs) Do you have your stuff ready? Or was that yours? You just moved it forward. No, I was um I have another email oh, to address. Look at you. My goodness gracious. Let me get into my bag. Now unqualified advice from B Love and B Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. This week, B Love's relationship is brought to you by the great flavors of Red Bull. Make sure you get you a Red Bull and enjoy homecoming on October 25th at the Legacy Party and use code LEGACY. Now, (laughs) shameless promo. Last week, I did the Red Flags of Dating, but I wanted this episode to be a little bit more Positive. I want to bring some positive energy to everybody. So this week I decided to give the five green flags to watch out for when planning a first or second date. So number one, when communicating with a guy, make sure that he is genuinely interested in you and getting to know you make sure he is attentive listening to your every word 
paying attention. He's not narcissistic. He's making sure that he gets all the information about you that he can. Number two, speaking of communication, when you are talking to said guy, he doesn't only want a text. He's going to pick up the phone, baby. Pick up the phone, man. He's going to pick up the joke. phone and dial your number and hear your voice. And if he really likes you, he will then FaceTime. If a man FaceTimes you while he's on the toilet, that's a green flag that he's a good guy and that he's willing to show you and talk to you at any given time. Now, another one, number three. When talking to a guy, a good way to make sure this guy is an eligible bachelor is when talking to him, they don't bash their ex. You know, a lot of times when girls start talking to a guy, they ask, so what happened with you and another girl? The guy be like, man, fuck that bitch. She was crazy. <laughs> like I hate her. Um, she went through my phone. She was all over my back about this, that, and the third. Now, if a guy's saying all that, Probably better watch out for him. But you talk to a guy and you ask him about his ex and he hits you with one of these. Listen, things just didn't things just didn't work out. We weren't the right match for each other. She went her way, I went mine. It was a um amicable <laughs> breakup. So what? we just I can't I'm not doing it again. <laughs> um and we just had to go our separate ways. So if a guy says something like that, hey, that guy's a stand-up individual and you may need to talk to them. Number four, while on the date, always look at somebody's body language. That's important. If a guy's leaning in, talking to you, looking you right in your eyes, maybe even giving you a little shoulder rub. He is really into you. He's really huh. into what you're saying. Is that what He's that really means? He's really paying attention. Yeah. And don't let him play a little footsie under the table. Hmm. <laughs> you know what that means, don't you? Last but not least, number five. They make a point to listen to all the other stuff in, in the beginning of the date. And then they make it a point on the next date to go out and do a small gesture to make you smile for instance india let's say you and i going out for the first date and while we're talking you bring up to me that hey i love oreo cookies i'm an oreo cookie girl oh i want a cookie You're and milk saying right that now because that's like an actual thing mm -hmm. that happens you know be love i don't mess around and then the next day you say hey india can I meet you on your lunch break? I have something to give you. Like, yeah, sure. Come on up. And I bring you something small. A gift wrap box of Oreos. Give it up. <laughs> ain't going to be wet and sticky like an Oreo. Oh, you think all it takes is a box of it's Oreos to make it wet and sticky? Especially you. You're going to no. ride up for some cookies. That, my <laughs> friends, is B-Love's relationship. But... I do have an honorable mention that didn't make the list. You know, it's a saying that we all say, too cliche, but I have to mention it. When the guys and the girls all say people make time for what they want to make time for, that is a true 
and factual statement. And if a guy is going out of his way to go above and beyond and to make special arrangements to make sure that he does whatever he needs to do to talk to you, text you, see you, that, my friend, is a big green flag as well. India! You like that, didn't you? That's how you perk your lips up. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let her upgrade you! What would India do? Ho! W-W-I-D. What would India do? Kick it! Right. So this is um, another question from a listener. Right on. I like I, this. Y'all keep them coming. I have been dating this guy for over a year now. Halfway into our year, I received the opportunity to further my career, which meant I had to move six hours away. We discussed what the move would mean and how we could handle the distance. Now things have been getting really rocky and we are having more downs than up, ups. He is not doing a good job on communicating. For example, instead of telling me how he is feeling, he just sits on the phone being quiet and not letting me know what's on his mind no matter how many times I ask. Sulking. I try to have patience, but I can admit that lately it has been growing thin and the things that I used to let go, I can't help but to bring it up and it's always an argument. When we are together, things are good. So good that he discusses marrying me and having a child together. When we are not together... It is good for about a week, but then goes back into him not talking to me and being short in conversations with me. We just had a big blow up about the fact that he still has his ex-girlfriend's picture on his IG. Like he and I have not been dealing with each other for over over this for this whole year. I feel like if he can't take the pictures down, then why would I even have a child with him? Meaning that would hinder my progression in my career. Hmm. Uh, that was a little confusing, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I feel like if he can't take the pictures down, then why would I have a child with him? <laughs> it's wild. Meaning, listen, I love all our listeners. That would hinder great. my progression in my career. Meaning, if she did have a child, that would hinder her progression in her career. Whatever, what I keep saying. going. I'm gonna get into my bag here shortly. India, what would you do in this situation? How should I proceed with this relationship? After all of the discussions I have had with him about my feelings on this matter and the cycle that we have been going through. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know why he won't delete the pictures of the ex. I mean, yeah, especially if it's been like a whole year. <laughs> um, that's strange. My like, friend. I don't know what he could be holding on to. Um. But the pictures of the ex should should definitely go, especially if he has one of those Instagram pages where he don't have a lot of pictures and you just scroll <laughs> up a couple times I and it's like boom, the ex. Twelve pictures and three of them of his ex. And if he got like five hundred pictures on there, yeah, I mean it's different. Then different, yeah. you know it's like why are you even scrolling that far down his page? Get off there, girl. <laughs> but if it does bother you then you yeah. know he should be respectful and just delete the pictures like like you said y'all have been together for an entire year so i feel like y'all are at the point where you should be able to tell him like these are the things that are bothering me and he should be able to correct the situation um that being said i definitely wouldn't be thinking about no kid right now um they're married right no okay they're not married okay um, 
She said that when things are good, they discuss marriage, marriage yeah, and I having a child said. together. Right. My bad, my bad. Or whatever. But so for at sure. the end of it, she just kind of skipped the marriage part and was like, why would I have a child with you? It was just kind of sure. like, what should have been said is, why would I marry you? <laughs> yeah. Um, what are they older? I 100% believe that you should not put your career on hold for this guy, for any guy. Because if it's meant for y'all to be together, y'all will work it out. Don't put your career on hold trying to please him mm-hmm. and make him happy just because he's going through some emotional things right now and he can't figure out how to communicate his feelings. And his favorite word is communicate. That's the most important thing in a relationship. I know. <laughs> No. Communication fails, relationship fail. It is crazy. The way she, the way you look at me is like you're about to beat me up every time I say something. Sometimes I don't want to beat you up because it's oh, like domestic violence. Y'all heard it here like, first. You heard it here first. Everything is so jokey, jokey with you. It's not a joke. I'm serious. Domestic violence. Like nine one one. And I if even if we are mad at each other, I don't want to sit and look at you be on your phone mad and scrolling and stuff because you simply cannot express yourself. Now I gotta shoot my man and I'm gonna shoot her some bill. I'm gonna shoot both of them some bill. I know it's what we India do, but I gotta chime in real fast. First of all, Playboy, Playboy, listen, take the picture down, man. <laughs> if you're, I don't care if you got ten thousand likes, man. Take if it ain't Jenna Fumes, Joy, or India, take that picture down, man. If you ain't got damn one of them on your Instagram, take a picture. We take the picture down. But now we'll tell her, don't even worry about the picture. What you should do is take some more, so it won't even be in his feed. It won't show up in his feed anymore. Like you said, you just fill his Instagram no. feed up with you and him. No. Fill it up. He would have to fill his Instagram feed up with them That's too. True. That's true. He might not be posting pictures of her. We yeah, don't know. He ain't posting pictures of her, then he is a weirdo. But my and man, I don't even take understand. The it's not even worth that argument. It's not even worth, you are causing yourself the problem, sir. Take the pictures down and then let the relationship flow naturally. Now, are granted. You, oh, sorry, Barry. Um, stop being in the tracks. I was in the bag. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, um, long distance relationships, from what I hear, can be very difficult. And they are not from for everybody. Like I've known people to be so in love with each other, and then something happened, and the other person had to move away, and they just broke up because they just knew that they could not do long distance, and that's okay. Six hours ain't that far. Nah, listen. My, like listen, that's that's an easy friends, drive. <laughs> speaking of best friends, Phil was driving all over the state of Mississippi, Louisiana, and Tennessee to see charity. Yeah. And then now look at them. They're married. You know what I mean? They yeah. made it work. That's somebody putting in the work to make it work. But going back to what I said, Phil saw how important, knew the importance of charity and made sure that he put all of his eggs in that basket to ensure that he did whatever it takes to make her feel comfortable. He traveled. If it takes traveling, he did it. So in my man's situation, all she wants to feel comfortable seems like is a damn picture taken off the ground. What he's doing now, he's being stubborn. I was just going to say that. I said, it sounds like he's just being stubborn and spiteful. Yeah, he's being and stubborn. And 
I wouldn't want to be with anybody that's nope. stubborn and spiteful for no. Like the thing is, like this ain't this isn't even like a big issue. It's such an easy thing to fix. Like just delete the pictures. Like what what are you holding on to? We've been together for an entire year. Right, man. It's, it's a picture, man. Like Ali, I'm pretty sure if you want to see your ex girlfriend that bad, she has an IG too. She has a Facebook too. Go look at her pictures on. Go look at her well, pictures on Well, if he, he feels like he needs to do that, then he needs to break up with his current nah, girlfriend. No, but sometimes yes, you got to. does. Sometimes but, you just got to go make sure she getting big. Why? Does, like, does that really make you feel good about yourself? Like, nah, why do you give a shit? You shouldn't. It doesn't. It's a joke. Anyways. It should be. I'm, I'm sorry. It, was, it should just be such a simple fix to me. And I just. I'm so no nonsense when it comes to that kind of stuff. You are. You are a no nonsense type of lady. Well, we had this same issue when we first started dating. I, I didn't and have I any pictures you, of her on my Instagram. Yes, you did. Not Instagram. Not Instagram. Facebook? It was Facebook. You yeah. did. And I had I I brought it up to you. You did. And I took them down. You did. Because it's just not worth the headache. I would rather argue about a lot of things. I don't, I don't want to argue at all. But if I'm arguing... Let it be about something worth the time. I'm not arguing over p- pictures. Pictures? <laughs> I'm not doing that. Nah. Come on, man. Let's, let's talk about some. I don't know. Talk about why you, I don't know, like wearing big panties all the time now. Talk about that. Last night, boy. That's why I'm sleeping right now. And he came to bed with no drawers on and said, take it because I'm back from Houston. Oh I want God. you to feel it. I said, great, but get them old light skin cheeks over here. Enough. I'm sorry. <laughs> India, tell the people where they can find you. Um, I feel like I didn't really tell her what she should oh, do bad. in this situation. Well, I'm sorry. Let me back up. Uh-huh. WWID, what should she do? Um, I think that you should have one more conversation with him. And if he's still not understanding, I feel like it's two conversations that need to be had. One about the picture. Okay. And one about his lack of communication and how he's right really on. feeling and the cause of all of these arguments that y'all keep having. And after that conversation, you know, if you still can't get some understanding or some resolve, then maybe you should take a break. You know, step away from the relationship. Go focus on your career because... Sound like this what you want to do anyway. About yeah. Women getting their money. Get Don't your ever Birkin, put your career queen. on hold for a man. Especially, like, you're not married to him. You Come have on, no queen. kids with him. So you're not obligated to him at all. Not at all. So it's, like, questioning my career over the guy wouldn't even be a question to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm finna go do what I gotta do. You can either stick along for the ride or you can stay where you at. Right on. Like, come on, queen. Go ahead and leave. You ain't got to be with this dope. That's leave. my two cents on it. Well, now can I ask you the question? Yeah. India, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, India.Marie. We'll Shop Indie Boutique. Right on. I that's think it? that's it. Yeah, that's it. Slow, slow news week, huh? Uh, <laughs> find me at BLove1911 on all social platforms. Please be sure to go and follow She and I Podcast um, on Instagram. And if you have a question for India or myself or a topic that you want us to tackle, DM us, shoot us an email at 
sheenotpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you please share the podcast. Tell a friend and tell a friend to tune in. Like, rate, share, five stars, nothing less than. That's what Drake told me to tell you guys. And also, before I get off this mic right now, make sure you go to MTSU Black Alumni. Hit the, hit the link in bio, type in the code LEGACY, and you get $5 off your purchase. Now, it's been real it's been fun. This is she. 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 I. 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 I